Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. I love that introduction. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. Uh, I'm really excited today because we have Kevin Friesen, my co-host, on for at least 10 to 15 minutes. He's a busy man down there in Australia. How are you doing, Hi, Brandy. Good. How are you? I'm really well. It's good. I good day. Just, I think there might be a delay on this one. I just found out from you that there was a time change today or this weekend or something. Yeah, just on Saturday night, I think, we did the whole fallback thing. Mm-hmm. It kind of worked out well, though, because yesterday was my birthday, so I got to stay up an hour later and not feel bad about it. Happy birthday, and it's uh, it's still your Australian birthday, too. No, no, that was a day ahead. You're a day ahead, so you're, you're a day yeah, late. See, I have no <laughs> idea what time it is or what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Well, That's Kev, my like, excuse, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> you're, you're fine, love. You're you're doing big things. How was Bali, by the way? I know you were there for a competition. Oh yeah, we did um, an international bodybuilding and fitness competition, and I was um, so honored to be asked to MC the show. And there was um, two or three hundred competitors, and half of them had uh, Indonesian names, uh, and those are. I needed a nap after saying, like, one of the names. It yeah. was so long, so confusing. Uh, that was a big challenge, but so much fun, and it was absolutely gorgeous there. and So nice, so no complaints. Not bad, and you get to work in Bali. Then yeah, I guess not. rented scooters and bombed around, and, man, yeah, it was a lot of fun. How was your birthday? Tell me about your birthday. It was good, actually. I spent my real birthday with my family, so we just kind of hung out and... Yeah. Had good family time. I had my fake birthday party two weeks ago with all my friends because I figured you can party with your friends anytime, but your parents gave you life, so you better spend your birthday with them. That's kind of my reasoning on that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. So, so that's I, awesome. Well, yeah. yeah. Before I introduce our guest, did you have any uh, inspirational stories that you found at your uh, competition in Bali? Because I know there's a lot of people that have gone through some really tough right. life stuff that get on stage and... Yeah, there's so many incredible people out there. It always makes me feel like I'm waking up just lazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, you see some of these people who have lost, I think one guy lost um, something like 80 pounds or something. And, you know, just told that he would never, never accomplish anything, never be good enough. And you just see these people that go, ah, I, what you tell me about me is not who I am. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's not my limitations and and they're just yeah there were so many amazing amazing people i'll have to to give that a little thing because um everybody who steps on stage is an, is an inspiration there was one guy there you would have loved him brandy you would have just totally gravitated towards this guy he was an italian guy not for that reason but maybe also <laughs> but he was um, he was there trying to raise awareness for an orphanage in Bali, and he had a um, a four year old kid there with polio, and he brought him on stage, and the kid was posing, and um, this guy ended up winning the his category and everything. It was just it was you know everybody standing and cheering, and it just makes you think it's not 
this is my frustration with the, with the with the bodybuilding and fitness industry is everybody thinks those competitors are so vain and so um, they just want to you know they're just doing it because they want to look hot or something right but so many of them I know one one of my friends um, she had lost and I'm hoping to get her on the show one of these days she was 500 pounds and she was uh, dealing with domestic abuse and everything and she actually went to court and the, the judge said you know if you don't get your life together you'll never see your kids again 500 pounds and she goes well I didn't know what to do so I started going to the gym and I lost you know 10 pounds a month for three years she ended up coming and winning our bodybuilding competition she was 150 pounds and she had you know a scar in her stomach to to prove that she had been through I think she had been stabbed and just like you just sit there and go wow that you know the mountains in front of you are massive but you've got no quit in you and it's amazing Mm -hmm. it just makes me want to go harder yeah so yeah anyway it was really really good very cool yeah no I that's what I think this radio show is about honestly is people who overcome those mountains and that was a great kind of intro I guess for our guest because uh his name is Joe White a couple years ago at a really really neat event I think it was in Vegas or San Diego I can't remember but he's a an author, a speaker, a trainer, a life coach, and he just spends his whole life helping people, businesses, couples, everything. Uh, he came from a small town in Pennsylvania and uh, now has over 19 years under his belt of helping people turn their lives around. So let's welcome Joe White to the show. Hi, Joe. Hello, guys. How are we today? We're hey, tonight. Joe. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know, Joe, I'm really excited more. to have you on board. This is kind of cool. I've been checking out your website and your Facebook and getting to know you a little bit more online. Um, Could you actually just tell everyone while we start what your website is and maybe your Instagram or Facebook so people can follow you as they listen to this interview? Sure. Um, Our website is getlifecoaching.com. And, you know, here in the States to have a, a name that simple based on what you do, been doing it for a long time. And our Facebook page is just Facebook.com backslash get life coaching. Awesome. So you're a life coach, an author, a speaker, all these different things, but tell us a little bit about you and who you are and kind of your background and why you've taken this approach in life. Yeah. Um, well, today I'm, I'm 50 years old. I'm a proud father of a beautiful, uh, almost four this coming January little girl, four going on, um, seemingly like 12 or 14 at times. Um, <laughs> you know that, right? Um, I, I never really wanted to get into coaching, right? It was never my thing. My journey began 24 years ago. I moved to New York City to do some modeling, and I was working in a major nightclub. Got hooked up with the wrong people, right? You know where the story goes. And I found myself... Um, one night overdosing, sent to the hospital. Uh, Now, EMTs came, resuscitated me, got out of the hospital, just continued to use, right, whatever I could, just to get out of all this pain that I thought I was in. Eventually, I realized the problem wasn't wasn't me, it was New York City. Moved back to my parents' house, got kicked out of there, and I found myself one day, I was probably 26 years old, 25 years old, I was depressed on antidepressants, seeing psychiatrists and psychologists. And I, I do believe there's moments of our lives where the truth speaks to us, and it comes in many different ways and many um, 
unexpected ways. For me, it was a Tony Robbins and infomercial at one o'clock in the morning. I was flipping through the channels. I'm like, who's this bozo, <laughs> right? And he said one thing that hooked me, and that was your past doesn't equal your future. And I watched that same infomercial for three nights. I bought the tapes, and it, it took me to the, the following March to like start putting this thing together, and I got clean. And I stayed clean. I listened to those tapes five years over and over again because for me, it was about the first time I realized I wasn't broken. Um, I wasn't living authentically, but I wasn't damaged. I wasn't a piece of junk or other things I self-described myself. That I was running patterns and I could control easier or hard these thoughts and behaviors and all the stuff inside my, my head. As I listened to those tapes, I became fascinated with this concept of why we do what we do, how do we change it, how do we create the life that we want, regardless of our background or upbringing or the challenges that we have. We write our moment right here. We write our future. Not, not our parents, not our peers, not what has happened to us, but we have that power. And most people don't realize that until they go through something and maybe we get the opportunity then. So in 1999, I opened up my coaching practice, and I really grew that practice by helping people who couldn't be helped by anyone else. That's how I built my reputation, whether it's somebody who was addicted to drugs or a couple getting divorced or someone who's been to therapy for 12 years and nothing was working for them. And fortunately, I was able to help most of those people, and I just kind of grew and grew and grew. And fast forward today, you know, we work with individuals and businesses of all sorts of and all sorts of sizes too. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, awesome. I love that. I love that backstory. Um, I'm just curious, what is your after going through drug addiction and coming out of it and finding a new path, what what's your take now on drug addiction? And do you work with people who are struggling with that kind of thing? Is that still kind of a part of what you do with your coaching or Yeah, you know, I, I remember very early on I was doing a mini version of the seminar that we do called Ultimate Breaking Through the Barrier and a guy came up to me and said, Let me give you some coaching. And he told me all these things not to do. And one of the things he said, you, no one cares about your drug addiction. It just makes you look like, you, you know, like, like you're just from the streets and you'll never get professional clients that way. Fortunately, I never listened to him, right? So I, because I, I, I lead so much with my story, because even though you haven't, you know, I, I can connect with a lot of different people, even though you may not have a, a addiction or drug addiction in, in your history, you know, people connect with other people who have gone through things in life. Like I always say, you know, it's not knowledge that's important. It's really finding people with wisdom and experience. So I, I, I share my story openly and honestly. And I, I, because of that, I get a lot of people who are caught in the addiction, the, the, you know, whether it's alcohol or drugs or, or food or anything that we use that to take ourselves out of our, ourselves. Yeah, for sure. And um, we have a lot of students that are out there struggling with mental health that might be listening to this program. And some of them have turned to illegal drugs because they can't find the right thing with their doctor or whatever. And, and they might be struggling with that. Before we go to our break in a couple of minutes, do you have any uh, kind of piece of advice that you can give to them from their history about that? Well, I think the big thing for me was the realization that it wasn't about the drugs. It wasn't about the alcohol. Right? I had to work through that because of what, how biochemically rewires our brain, you know, the, the consumption of drugs and alcohol. That really was underlining problems. And that's how most patterns are. A lot of those patterns are just you know, the, call, the effect of the cause and effect. But we can't get to the real source 
until we stop enabling ourselves to to whether it's to not deal with the pain, not deal with the uncomfortableness, not deal with that thing that has to get dealt with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I know. I, I mean, even my own brother, we were talking about it. The, my parents took him to doctors for years and years to struggle with his, to help his struggle with depression and anxiety and all these different like pharmaceutical drugs that they put him on. They just weren't working. And every three months he would crash and just go back into even, even deeper depression. It was really frustrating. Yeah. And I remember years later after he was kind of had figured his life out and was starting to heal through healthy eating and exercise and a positive lifestyle uh, that I asked him, I said, did you ever turn to street drugs to, to try and kind of balance your brain out and figure that out? And he admitted a couple little things, which I can't say on air because my parents might be listening <laughs> and their brothers <laughs> their secrets. But yeah, he, he kind of talked about trying a few things just to see if that would uh, help. And I know some of our students have done the same thing and it's, it's kind of heartbreaking because I know that... Uh, Drugs just lead you down a difficult path. So thank you for sharing your story in that part of it. We do have to go to break right now, but uh, I'm very interested to find out kind of what you're doing now with your Get Life Coaching and and uh, more about how your life story plays into the job and how you're able to help people. So everybody, we'll be back with Joe White in just a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hey you. Yeah you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You 
are tuned in to Team Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeamWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeamWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We're here with Joe White. He's the founder of Get Life Coaching and for over 20 years has helped people kind of find the life of their dreams. I was kind of reading on your website, Joe, about... uh, who you are and what you what you call yourself. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't identify with the term life coach anymore because it's become kind of a negative connotation for yes. I mean, so many people out there that are trying to coach other people. What does life coach mean to you? Well, it was a great name when I first started because you got to understand back in the day, no one knew what life coach was. I would go to an event, people go, what do you do? And I said, well, I coach people like a life coach. And they go, is that a sport? I never heard of life as a sport. I'm like, no, no, no. And and today I'm kind of stuck because we do so much more. You know, so many life coaches, you know, it's about goals and accountabilities. And and goals are important, don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, our problem is not setting goals. Because we know how to set goals is becoming congruent with that person that will follow through consistently on the action that's needed. And we really work so much deeper with our clients that we work with, and whether it's whether it's a drug addiction or stuck in a, a pattern of anxiety or depression or just trying to take their lives to that next level, whether it's peak performance, right? So, you know, we, we, we're kind of stuck with that a little bit because it's life coaching that's in our name, but also, too, we really extend beyond that in the areas that we focus on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um That's interesting that you just talked about setting goals. A lot of our youth that are listening, they struggle with that because their parents and their teachers tell them to set goals. But what we do through our uh, team wealth program that we do in high schools with the youth is actually teach them how to turn those goals and dreams into a reality, like by creating what they need to actually achieve those goals. And it drives me nuts because my parents always said, oh, yeah, write down all your goals. But what do you do after that? How do you take those goals to reality because it's easy to write stuff down it's not easy to execute it right so i think that's interesting um on your website you described yourself as america's breakthrough expert can you explain what a breakthrough is and how you kind of take something that they're struggling with and make that an actual door open yeah yeah i mean you know it's like to me it's all about that breakthrough it's that moment we realize our true worth the moment we realize that we can be free from those destructive patterns or limiting beliefs or fears, doubts, hesitations. And really, you know, people say, well, how do you work with clients, right? I really work with all people the same way. You know, we we live in two worlds. We live in a world of operation day to day, and then that authentic core of who we are. And I really believe so much of the process of life is that pairing away everything that's not part of our core. Because you know this, you can set all the goals in the world, but that's not congruent with who you are. You're, you're going to be dispassionate towards them. You're not going to follow through. So really, like, like the question is, how do you align that person with who they are day to day, their identity, and who they are at their core? See, that's where it becomes exciting. Because when you get when you start living at your core, then all of a sudden, the, the reasons why you do things become much more like part of who you are versus something that you're trying to fill yourself up with. Sometimes people say, oh, uh, you do motivation. I go, no, no, motivation is like a cup of coffee. You know, you need to keep, keep that process going. It's more about inspiration, and that comes from a life that's living aligned with who you are. Now, that sounds like a lot of like, you know, a personal development mumbo-jumbo, but, you know, we've all had times like that, whether I'm playing with my daughter or I'm riding my motorcycle or – 
I'm connecting with someone at, you know, on the street, just a, a casual conversation. We all had moments of our lives where we felt alive, where it didn't feel pushed or didn't feel that round peg in the square hole. I, I spent most of my life trying to be something that I'm not. Mm. And that never worked for me. I know it's not what I thought, you know, it was what I thought my parents wanted or my peers wanted or a girl that was interested in me. It was only till I realized that like, you know, who, who I am is the only person I have. And what I am is perfect in its core carnation. And, and that process of defining and redefining who I am is really like a lifelong process. And like what comes to my mind is the great statue of David by Michelangelo. You know, that, was, that wasn't a clay where they, they built it. You know, what, what the great Michelangelo did was he chiseled, sanded, and chipped away everything that wasn't part of that masterpiece. So David existed inside that rock. Mm. And it's not the process of like, oh, my God, like I don't know exactly. I haven't carved out everything in my masterpiece yet. That's a lifelong journey of evaluating. I think sometimes we have all these expectations of what we should be or what we need to be versus just connecting or returning back to who we are and, and learning to, in a loving way, evaluate and say, wow, is that really who I am? Or maybe that was who I was five years ago. Or is this really authentic? And asking those types of questions without bias, without judgment, without beating yourselves up is is, is it's such a strong resource, whether you're a teen or you're an adult. It's all the same. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've heard this quote a few times, and I don't know who said it at the beginning, but it was something about um, you don't need to find yourself. You need to create yourself. And that's kind of like your analogy with Michelangelo and the statue. And I, I really yeah. like that because I think when I was a teenager and I was said, I was told, oh, don't worry, you'll find yourself. That drove me nuts because I was looking for me in all the wrong places. But when you create yourself, there's little things that you pull into your life that kind of pull you in the direction that I think you're supposed to go. So how do you help people figure that out? How do you help people kind of create themselves? Well, I I come from a a core belief that that person is already inside of you, Mm. right? It's already there. You know, we, we, we use this term, our value, our worth, our enoughness. There's nothing that you can do, me or anyone who's watching or listening, to do to increase your worth in life. Worth as a soul, as an individual, as a spirit. And there's nothing you can do that can, that can decrease it. We're, you know, we're, we are given uh, the, the, the full amount, right? And we may not feel it. We may not behave that way, but it doesn't change our worth. Right. And who we are at our core, that, that the most centric part of what we are, if you ever see, I see it in my daughter, you know, when she was one, two years old, she was fearless. She was, um, you know, she, she didn't think about what other people were, how they were judging her. All she was was living in that moment. So mm-hmm. I think it's really about, you know, like, again, stripping away those things. It's going to sound a bit odd, but. It's a little bit of a hypnotic language that sometimes I, I speak in. We don't need to become something. We have to stop not being who we really are. And I'll repeat that. We don't need to become something. I think that's what people want. We want to become. If I get this job, if I get this degree, if I get this amount of money, I'll become successful. That's a myth, right? If you have it externally but you don't have it here, you're lost. The world is 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 um, 
filled with people. Elvis Presley, Jazz Joplin, Kurt Cobain, Kurt, I mean, uh, uh, Heath Ledger, who had all the external without the internal. So I, I think it's so much about, you know, learning to identify who you are. So we don't need to become something. We have to stop not being who we really are, which presupposes who we are has always been with inside of us. Well, I like that. I like that very much. You know, it's funny. I've, I started my nonprofit two, just over two years ago, and it was my dream ever since I was a teenager. And we had a lot of tough hits this year. We had a lot of money stolen from the nonprofit, people that didn't come through for events and things that they promised, but we were still able to help a lot of kids. And because I care about this so much, for the last couple of months, I've really been struggling personally because I'm like, oh, we're not, we're not where we should be. There's so many kids that I could be helping right now, and it's just not working. And I've just been kind of upset with people in general. And it's, and it's really funny. <laughs> but I've been struggling with my own worth. And then I look at it, and I pull myself out of, out of where I am, kind of pull myself out of the situation, out of my sadness, and go, hold on a second. You're 32 years old. Oh, 33 yesterday. It was my birthday. Sorry. 33 years old. And in two years, you've helped just over 1,200 kids. Why are you judging your worth. Like I literally have this, this mad struggle inside of me because all these people that I trusted, because I I really want to trust people. I want to believe in people. I said to myself when I was a teenager, I don't ever want to be jaded. I don't ever want to look at people and just say people are shit, which, which honestly, sometimes I feel. Um, And so it's been a really interesting struggle because I felt my worth go down for the last couple months. But then when I pull myself out of it and just go, hold on a second. Some people help three or four people in their lives. Some people don't help anybody. And you've helped over 1,200 kids in two years. It's really, it's a weird thing. Why do we, do you know why we doubt ourselves so much and where, like, where that comes from? Why we allow ourselves to doubt ourselves? Because it's still a puzzle to me, let me tell you. Well, I, I, I don't think that's inherently bad or wrong. I think it's part of the paradox of life. You know, on one side, that that, that person who has all the enoughness, right, that's a word, already within us, versus that's our spirit, our soul, our essence. Then the other side is, you know, our human side. And we live, we are spiritual beings in a human world. So we're going to feel that. But there's a difference of feeling like you're not enough and believing you're not enough. And that's a, a, such an important distinction because you're never going to be enough. You know, I let my daughter down. We let friends down. We, we misread someone. So just, just because we don't feel enough doesn't mean we're not enough. And, and that's like the salt water line that we really need to understand because feeling it is normal. Now, if we stay there, it's another conversation. But feeling it is one thing. Believing you're it is something else. And we get caught up in expectations. And I say this all the time, we need to divorce our expectations because they're made up of, of from, from facts we just create in our heads. I should be doing this. I should do this. It ought to be like this. We need to divorce our expectation, define and live or define and raise our standards. Our standards are always going to pull us through. That's, that's true to who we are. Expectations is like you know, driving down the middle of the road with your eyes closed in the middle of the night and surprising why you're hitting things. Right? Divorce expectations, raise your standards and live by them, and that will create the life that you want and navigate you through the darkest moments. Hmm. Um, just before we go to commercial, do you coach youth as well or just adults? I, I do both. I do a lot of teens and, and a lot of 20, like 20 to 30-year-olds too. I do a good bunch of both. 
Oh, interesting. Okay, we'll have a couple questions about that when we come back from this commercial break. Goodbye, everyone. See you in a minute. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real. Real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to brandy at globalteenwealth.com. That's brandy with an I at globalteenwealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We're talking to Joe White, the founder of Get Life Coaching and America's Breakthrough Expert. He is an author, a speaker, a life coach, and just an all-over interesting guy. I'm lucky I got to meet him a couple of years ago. If you've been listening to the show so far, you'll probably want to follow him on social media because he does have a lot of great things. And I was on his Facebook page earlier reading testimonials from some of his clients who he's helped break through some of the toughest stuff in their lives. So uh, welcome to the show if you just joined us. If not, we've got some really great questions coming up for him. I could keep him on the show for about three episodes, I think, because I've got pages and pages of stuff I'm curious about. Joe, why are you such a dynamic guy? What gives you that? You have so much passion in your pinky finger, and it comes through in your voice. Even just across the radio, our our listeners can probably hear that. So where do you get that from? You know, it's kind of like what I said earlier. When you're connected to your passion, I love doing this. You know, we we do seminars. Our shortest full-day seminar is 14 hours long. We'll do four days like that, right? And it's nonstop. It's just me. Um, I, I have endless energy. Now, when I'm done here, give me an hour. I might be falling asleep on my couch or working in my bed, wherever I might be. 
but it, it comes from that place where you know you you know you're making impact. And I'm a big believer in impact, but I also believe in measuring impact across the board. It makes no difference whether you impact one life or a million lives, because to to that one person whose lives you change, they'll never forget that. I mean, you, you saved a life. You change the trajectory of a of a, of a teen's or of an, an adult's life, and that just the ability to know that I have the ability, the privilege, truly a privilege, to impact lives, whether it's small or big, it, it motivates me and inspires me to 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 push beyond any comfort level that I might feel. Mm-hmm. Why is that important to you? Because. People always ask me that because I go through high schools and I speak on stages and I talk to young kids and everyone says, oh, why do you why do you care so much? And I, I, I have several answers for that and several reasons why. But what why does that matter to you? Is it a legacy thing or, or what, what is it? Um, because I believe we all have a purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was I was born. Well, when I, when I was born, I was adopted very short after my birth, right? And um, always knew I was adopted, never knew the circumstances. So fast forward eight years ago, and I went through this uh, really perfect storm of events where I was engaged to get married, and it fell apart out of nowhere. And a friend of mine encouraged me to do petition the Catholic uh, Archdiocese our diocese to figure out like, you know, what were my birth records? And I found out and I found out that my mom was 18 years, was 19 years old and she was separated from her husband. She had one other kid was working late at a, um, or at her job was catching the bus and was raped by four white guys. And in that rape, I was conceived. Um, you know, you talk about like a dark moment because if you're adopted, you kind of rationalize in your head all the reasons why it could happen, right? I, you know, why would your mom give you up? Which is the greatest gift because biologically it's the most unnatural thing for a woman to do. But in terms of love, it's the greatest form of love that a woman could do. And I was okay with almost anything. I thought I was okay with everything until I found that out. And it really screwed with my head. I remember in the middle of a seminar, I was working with a woman who was sexually abused as a child. And she she refused to find the blessing even in that terrible period of her life. Because I believe that everything in life has a blessing. It may not feel like it in the moment, but there's always a blessing. And I was still processing. And I remember it clear as today. And I broke down and started crying. And then it connected to me. You know, uh, that if, if that event never happened, then I wouldn't be here. And I couldn't imagine what it felt like to my birth mom or to be conceived that way, the violence of that. But I wouldn't be here. And if I wasn't here, then the work that I was able to do would have never to have taken place. And my daughter wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. And in my life today, I've witnessed... You know, in the last few years, right, the birth of my daughter and the last two years, the death of my father, the end of a marriage and the death of my mom. 
I mean, life is fragile. There was a time in my life where I, I went to commit suicide back, you know, when I was using. And life is fragile. And maybe there's an afterlife. Maybe there's not. We don't know. We, we may believe, but we don't know. And the time on earth for me is so precious. And I believe that my life and all of our lives is a gift, is an absolute gift that we are here, that we're given that li- uh, the, the gift of life. And I believe it's essential for me to live a life worthy of that gift. You know, and I say this in one of my seminars, you know, that, that we should live a life you know, worthy of dying for with that type of passion, whether it's with my daughter or with family or having fun or the work that I do. If not, then we're just existence, existing. And I can't find, for me, any greater level of selfishness to allow my life just to exist regardless of the circumstances that could be going on around me. Oh. Wow. I'm almost speechless. I have 400 questions on a piece of paper and I, I enjoyed that very much. Thank you. There's- so, 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 so it's a long answer, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's really you know, my spoken truth here. No, that's, that's great. You know, I was, we have a student that was in my program last October in Toronto, Canada, and we were talking about a month and a half ago and she's gone from a really tough life being thrown around the foster system and just dealing with a lot of mental health stuff she's got some really bad PTSD from when she was a child and I've been working with her and she started her own business finally she started a business and her business that she started is walking dogs for people with PTSD and helping to train those dogs and learn and educate herself on how to make the dogs better to help people with PTSD and she's 20 years old now and she has her own business doing that and that's what we do with Team Wealth is we encourage young people who have gone through struggles to turn that into a positive story, share that story because our vulnerabilities of who we actually are is what helps us connect with other people. And now she's doing this incredible thing. And she finally admitted to me about six weeks ago that um, the reason why she had so, such low self-worth for such a long time is because her mother beat her face in and she has all fake teeth because she broke her jaw and broke all her teeth. And, just, and she was so ashamed to share that story. And that's what kind of caused a lot of her PTSD, she she thinks, and her counselor thinks. And it was just, it was so heartbreaking to hear that. But she has such a purpose now with her business and all that. I can hear that in your voice. I mean, you have this incredible purpose now with coaching. You've been doing it for 20 years. Do you ever have still through, even though you're helping a lot of people and you're coaching and you've got life kind of figured out, do you still have those really low moments where you have to pull yourself out as well? And how do you do that? Oh my God! Yes, you know I've I've never stood on the stage or in front of someone and said, "Follow me, I have the answers." I would run away from those types of people, because you know life is not that fine china that that my parents used to have in the china cabinet we only use once a year, Christmas maybe Thanksgiving, right? You know because we don't want to wreck it or damage it. Life's about getting chipped. It's about getting scraped. Because it's in the moments that we define ourselves, or it's the moments that we're not sure what to do, that we, we not only define ourselves, but we figure out exactly what we're made of. You know, a couple, probably back in April, I was in the middle of a four-day coaching certification, and my mom was, on the, was in the process of passing away. And right in the middle of the seminar, she, I got the phone call. And I had I talked to this group about what to do. And we took about six hours off. I went up there, I said goodbye, and I made final arrangements. But then I, I chose to come back and finish that workshop. 
And for me, everything comes down to one thing, meaning. Nothing in life has a mean nothing in life has any meaning but the meaning we give it. And we control the meaning we give everything. Past, present, future. Now we're not always good at it, but learning to give events meaning, like like the like little girl that you talked about, you know, she's giving it new meaning. That that she may not look back and she'll never look back. Oh, wow, what a great childhood. I mean, it's awful, but that's in the past. The only thing that she has right now is the ability to control the meaning she gives that event and the impact that has on her life right now and now the impact it has on other people. That's where power comes in, that personal power. So when, when my parents passed away in the middle of my you know, divorce, all of that, you know, they were, they were some of my lowest moments, some of my real lowest moments. And... You know, and it's a, I think it's the ability to be able to step back and evaluate your life, right, in a way that's not giving prejudice or judgment, not blaming, but really examining. But also, also too, I, I think it's so, it's so important that, that we don't lose touch with a couple of things. Number one, with who we really are, Right. And we have to understand that everything passes. You know, every storm passes. I can't, I can't tell you how many times I told myself, this too shall pass. You know, uh, I'll get through this. I'm bigger than any of my problems. Who I am at my core is greater than any challenge. And, and sometimes I remind myself on a regular basis. But I also believe one of the most important things in life is to have a powerful inner circle. I'm not a type of guy that got six million friends. I have a handful of people that I would bet my life on okay, uh-huh. these people and these are the people that in my darkest moments I lean on that these are the people that I I open up to that I share honestly about what's going on whether you hire a coach you create a, that, that inner circle you join an inner circle how you do it is really there's so many different ways but having a, a support team out there I believe a tribe of people who are who understand you or will take that effort to understand you. It, it, it has saved my butt so many times, from early in recovery to you know as as short ago as a summer ago. Not in some of that past, but the summer before that. Yeah, I like that you brought up inner circle because um, that was something I didn't understand until only a few years ago when I joined this business group. And I, you know, Bill Walsh. That's how we met yeah. through these events and. I really learned the importance of the inner circle, but I didn't know that there were different types of inner circles. Like I now have a business inner circle of people that are so much more accomplished and so much more successful in the business world than me. And I hang out with them once a month and I learn things from them. But then I also have my friend inner circle, my family inner circle. And I think it's really interesting. You really have to, like I always thought when I was a teenager, I had to bring everyone into my world because the whole world was very small. You know, the 2000 people that were in my high school were what was important, what defined who I was. If I walked around the school and somebody said hi to me from the cool kids group, that was, I was part of it. That's how I felt. Like I felt like, it's very interesting. I love the inner circle. I want to keep you on the show for like three hours and we have to go to commercial break. Uh, everybody will be back with Joe White in just a moment. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real. Real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com Now, back to this week's show. Hello, welcome everyone. If you just joined the show, we're talking to Joe White. He's the uh, creator of Get Life Coaching and America's Breakthrough Expert. He's a pretty interesting guy. I think I'd have to have a bio of about 20 pages long to describe him. This has been one of my favorite interviews ever on Team Wealth Radio. And Joe, I just want to say thank you so much. I need people to go and follow you because you're what you're teaching and how you talk with such passion is so great. And I think it'll help a lot of young people. So can you tell everyone again how to find you, your website, your Instagram, Facebook, whatever? It's simple. The website is getlifecoaching.com. The Facebook is Get Life Coaching. And uh, Twitter is Get Life Coaching. I believe Instagram is probably Get Life Coaching too. <laughs> Very cool. So you do a yeah. ton of different seminars. You help uh, couples, individuals, businesses, you help with sales, you help with personal stuff. It's pretty amazing the uh, realm that you encompass with all of your coaching. And I really wanted to talk a lot about uh, sales because we have a lot of students that struggle with selling. I myself struggle with that. I tried being a telemarketer when I was 18 just to make some extra cash. And I just hated it. I couldn't stand it because I hated selling something I didn't believe in. And so I really wanted to focus about half the show on that. And so you could help some of our teenagers get into that mind space of how to, to sell something that you love and ha- and that you're contributing to people in a positive way by selling them this. But I, we don't even have time for that because your stories are just so excellent. So I have a couple of last-minute questions about the, the personal stuff and the coaching before we uh, 
wrap up the show today, but we have to have you back. Please say that you will come back. Anytime. Excellent. Okay, beautiful. So here's my last couple questions. So you've worked with everything from youth to businesses to couples to seniors. You've got a huge repertoire of people you've helped in your 20 years. After working with so many different people, are there one, two, three, four uh, kind of, we talked a little bit about fears and doubts that people have. Are there three Mm -hmm. or four fears and doubts that everyone has that are more consistent or is everybody all over the place? Well, I think they can all get boiled down to a handful, you know, and I think the two universal fears that we all have is that we're not enough. And if we're not enough, we won't be loved. Right. But and so the understanding that is really powerful, but it doesn't necessarily address where they live at. But if you, if you really look at that again, like I, I, I use this analogy of two worlds and I think very much, you know, who we are at our core is comes from a place of abundance. And the law of abundance says all that I need is within me now. Not all that I want, but all that I need. The law of scarcity is I need X to be or feel Y. Right? I need X, whether it's approval, money, a house, a degree. You know, if I don't get this, I don't get what I really, really want. So when we live in scarcity, we always live in fear of not getting it. Or if we get it, we live in the fear of losing it. So you know, if you, if you just look on that side of the fence, that's where we get caught up, right? We take these things that are truly wants, which is just a desire, but we make it a need. And a need is life or death, like air, water, food, sleep. Well, we have emotional needs that are, are similar to that, right? That we always need to replenish. And when we take something that, that is not totally in our control and we make it a need, then we're, then we're living in fear. And when we live in fear, anything we do is a, wrong, is, a, is, a, is a wrong choice. Even if we get the right result, if we did it in fear, what we do in our neurology is that we wire our brain and it's called a shortcut. Ah, oh, this is a shortcut. So you can look as simple as drugs or food or things or shopping, things like that. Like I'm in pain, I do this drug, I feel better. I found a shortcut to get out. And what that does is condition us to be against who we really, really are. Mm -hmm. So I think all those fears boil down to they're driven in scarcity and learning how to be and move back and make that abundance your center of gravity is really the key to having a fulfilled life. Hmm. I like that. And I love that you, uh, yeah, I really like that. It's interesting because I I mentioned a little bit before earlier in the show that I was really struggling right now with a couple of things. I just felt like I wasn't where we needed to be with our nonprofit because I know there's so many kids out there that we could help. And a lot of it is my own fear from for not stepping up and just saying what I need to say, because I hate that's part of the reason why I help young people with self-esteem, because I had such low self-esteem for a lot of my life and low self-worth. And I just I'm always afraid to inconvenience someone, even if they're inconveniencing me like I used to I used to joke and say that my apartment was a hostel because there was always like three or four people living with me for free because I just love helping people. But there was a lot of times when I was like, okay, you've been here two or three months now. Maybe you could pitch in a hundred bucks a month for rent or whatever it was, and they didn't do that. But I was so afraid to upset them and inconvenience them that I never spoke up and said, hey guys, okay, you've been here two or three months. Let's uh, pitch in a couple bucks. And so it's yeah. funny because. A month ago, I was in L.A. speaking at a conference down there with a bunch of youth, and I got a tattoo that said fear less. Not fearless, because I'm definitely not fearless, but it said fear less. And I know on the commercial break, we talked about tattoos. 
And I, I know some people think they're very cliche and whatever, but I got it so it faces me on my arm. And it reminds me every day to fear less. And I still cannot get over that fear. So I know there's some youth out there that are probably struggling with their own fears. We only have three minutes left, even though I want to keep you on forever. Could you just tell us a little bit about how you help people get out of uh, their their fears, how you coach people out of, you know, pushing that BS? Honestly, it's BS. I know in my head that I have the right to stand up and speak my mind yes. and ask for what I want because it's right, but I don't because I'm afraid. So help. <laughs> well, I, I, work, I work for three presuppositions. Number one, everything's a pattern. Everything we do, how we move, our facial expressions, our thoughts, right? They're all just patterns and all patterns are learned, right? If we get pain, we avoid. And if we get pleasure, we move toward. Now, pain and pleasure are subjective, right? Think of tattoos, but we learn through pain and pleasure. And then all patterns meet emotional needs. And when you begin to help someone to understand that their truest core fulfills their need at the deepest levels, you have a little bit of an inside job going on, right? And I think we do that. I think we, like I said, we, we get caught up in expectations. We live in scarcity, thinking we need something. And helping people to, to come to the understanding, not only cognitively, but emotionally and physically, where it's in our body. That, you know, like a truly that, that all that we need is within us. And I think sometimes in life we, um, we, we lose our voice. We give up our voice. We become compliant, right, so that we don't lose approval, lose love, lose attention, right? And the two quotes that keep coming to my mind when you speak are two of my, my most favorite quotes. One is from my by most favorite author, Shakespeare, right? To thine own self be true, right? To thine own self be true. Oh, look at that, right? So funny. I literally have be true tattooed on my wrist facing me to remind myself of that. I love that. You're great. (laughs) And a modern day poet, and that's Kurt Cobain, that I'd rather be hated for who I am than loved for what I'm not. Because when you try to be loved for what you're not, you, you, you will just lose who you are. You'll never find fulfillment. And it's, it's a winless game. You know, I always joke around. It's like, it's trying to play the, play the American game called bingo. If, you, if people are familiar with that. And there's no O on the bingo card. You can't win that game. Oh. So. I love it. That's great. You just brought up two of my, oh, you're awesome. Uh, anyone who's out there listening, I really hope you go check out Joe White at getlifecoaching.com. If you need to reach out to him or you want to follow him and you haven't got the links and all that through the show, just let me know. You can email me. It's Brandy with an I at globalteenwealth.com. And uh, I'll definitely link you up to all his stuff because he's fantastic. We'll see you all next week. Joe, I just want to say thank you so much. You have honestly been one of my absolute favorite guests. I really appreciate you coming on. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks a lot. See you, everybody, next week. Same time, same place. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show. Woo!